Hey folks, this is Jesse Cope, back with another episode of the American Soul Podcast. Hope y'all are doing well, wherever y'all are, whatever part of the day you're in. I sure do appreciate you joining me, giving me a little bit of your time. I know y'all have other things you could do. And so I appreciate it. I will try and use it wisely. For those of y'all that continue to share the podcast and tell others about it, help it to grow. Thank you so much. Um, incredibly grateful for that. We got quite a bit of work done in the garden the last couple days. Managed to fight back a good chunk of weeds and overgrown sunflowers and even managed to salvage a couple plants that had struggled through. So. with a unbelievable bit of help from my girls. It's a good couple of days. And I think they feel pretty good about it too. Lord, it's hot. One of the girls was working a tiller. Looked like a dust cloud blowing across the yard and part of one of the pastures closest. (laughs) Father, thank you for today. Thank you for you, Father, and your Son, Jesus Christ, and your Holy Spirit. Thank you for the time to record this podcast, for the people that listen to it and share it. Bless them. Bless their families. For the time you're giving us as a nation to turn around, to turn back to you. For the blessings that you have bestowed upon us. For the history and heritage we have in this nation. Help us to remember it. In your son's name we pray. Amen. We're going to talk about welfare today, and we're going to read a couple things. The first is from 2 Thessalonians chapter 3, verse 10. If anyone is not willing to work, then he is not to eat either. I think as a Christian nation, we have been sold a bill of goods and for a number of reasons, we've allowed ourselves to buy it. Uh, Part of it is those of us who have been given a lot feel some 
sort of guilt that we have while so many others don't. And there's not necessarily a whole lot wrong with that. Maybe the guilt part, it should inspire different feelings, just gratitude to God for the blessings and responsibility to use those blessings well would be better than guilt. And then another problem, the guilt probably should come in that we aren't concerned enough for our neighbor. And that goes back to the the greatest, the second of the two greatest commandments that Jesus said, which is to love your neighbors yourself. You know, and then one of the Pharisees or the teachers of the law, or I can't remember who, questioned and said, well, who's my neighbor? You know. And I think a lot of times we try and be very legalistic about who we have a responsibility to help. And Lord knows we have enough. All we have to do is look around our own community. Y'all can see it in your own communities, I'm sure, regardless of if you're in New York or Florida or Iowa or California, Texas. Doesn't matter some of the other countries that we have that listen to the podcast around the world. You can look at your own little area and see the people in need. And if you're really paying attention, you know who's really in need and will make good use of those resources that you give them uh, and who won't. And I'm, that may be a whole nother philosophical or theological debate about whether it matters, whether they'll use the resources right or not. And that's above my pay grade right now, I feel like. So, but the point is for a number of reasons we bought into welfare this idea that we have a responsibility it, it's it's what really the left does with almost everything they take a little bit of truth and they twist it into something evil with just that little seed of truth in it and the seed of truth is that we have a responsibility to care for the poor and the widow and the orphan the needy and we do it's absolutely true uh, and the other little bit of truth that they use and then immediately reject in the same breath almost is that this is a Christian nation. And so we have a responsibility to follow the principles of Christ. And they, they want to use that as a, use us almost as a whipping boy and say, well, we're supposed to be Christian. So we ought to take care of the poor and the needy via welfare, but we're not a Christian nation. You can't have your cake and eat it too. And before I get hit on this, you know, again, do you have to be a Christian as an individual in order to be an American? No. But our founders readily knew that if we didn't follow those principles of Christ as a nation, we would fail as we are today. The problem is that this welfare, this socialistic, communist view, leftist view, whatever you want to say, of taking care of the poor isn't Christian because today with welfare, if, if you don't give quote unquote, your money to the state to use, to give to others, 
there's going to be consequences, jail, you know, always the threat of violence. And there's nowhere in the New Testament, I heard this years ago, radio commentators said, find me one place in the Bible where Jesus Christ ordered somebody else to give to the poor at the tip of a spear. And of course you can't find it, but that's literally what welfare is today. We're, you're going to give to the poor at the tip, the end of a gun. And it doesn't work. You, you, you see it. Even kids know it when they talk about it. It's, it's why the signs are in the national parks and the zoos. Please don't feed the animals. Because when we give, they become dependent. We're not helping them. We're hurting them. And so we're going to read a little quote here from Benjamin Franklin. Um, this is out of the Founder's Bible, which is produced by uh, wall builders. Uh, David Barton is the historian that I think is mostly responsible for the content in here. Uh, it's a phenomenal resource. You can get it on Amazon, Barnes & Noble. I use it frequently. And you can pull this information from other sources. Uh, the Founder's Bible is just great because it kind of puts it all in one place. Uh, just like the America's God and Country Encyclopedia of Quotes, there's a number of sources, the Avalon Project Online from Yale, I think, uh, that have a lot of this information. This just kind of puts it in a concise form, uh, much like the Patriot's Bible by Dr. Richard Lee. I really would recommend both of those. So this is a... Uh, a letter, I think, let me make sure. Uh, he No, this is a newspaper piece while Franklin was in London. Uh, and it's talking about this welfare practice. I am for doing good to the poor, but I differ in opinion of the means. I think the best way of doing good to the poor is not making them easy in poverty, but leading or driving them out of it. In my youth, I traveled much. And I observed in different countries that the more public provisions were made for the poor, the less they provided for themselves and, of course, became poor. And, on the contrary, the less was done for them, the more they did for themselves and became richer. There is no country in the world, talking about Britain, where so many provisions are established for them so many hospitals to receive them when they are sick or lame, founded and maintained by voluntary charities, so many alms houses for the aged of both sexes, together with a solemn general law made by the rich to subject their estates to a heavy tax for the support of the poor. Under all these obligations, are our poor modest, humble, thankful? And do they use their best endeavors to maintain themselves and lighten our shoulders of this burden? On the contrary, I affirm that there is no country in the world in which the poor are more idle, dissolute, drunken, and insolent. The day you passed that act, you took away from before their eyes the greatest of all inducements to industry, frugality, and sobriety. In short, you offered a premium for the encouragement of idleness, 
And you should not now wonder that it has had its effect in the increase of poverty. Repeal that law, and you will soon see a change in their manners. Saint Monday and Saint Tuesday will cease to be holidays. Six days shalt thou labor. Out of Exodus 20, verse 9. Though one of the old commandments, long treated as out of date, will again be looked upon as respectable precept. Industry will increase, and with it plenty among the lower people. Their circumstances will mend, and more will be done for their happiness by inerring, enabling them to provide for themselves than could be done by dividing all your estates among them. I always have to point out here that Franklin, who was supposed to be this great deist, if not almost atheist, certainly no friend really of Christianity. Uh, when you go back and actually read through so many of his uh, really powerful speeches, references to the Bible, both the Old and New Testament, are pretty frequent. And so it's a great argument that, you know, even if he was a deist, uh, which I think is extremely debatable at worst case, uh, that's all the more condemning because as a deist, he still acknowledged then the need for the Christian worldview and public, you know, because he's talking about public policy here and referencing the Old Testament, but still. But th this idea that if we give more and more to the poor, that we're going to take care of them. And you can see that with the, the great society here in America, right? LBJ and, and really all the way back to FDR. Uh, my father often comments, he wonders if FDR could see where welfare is gone, if he would have pushed that hard for it. I don't know. But we're not helping the poor folks. Welfare doesn't help anyone. It makes the poor poor. You know, our obligation to help the poor is on an individual to individual basis. We have a responsibility to go out and find them. It's not the government's job to steal money by force from those who work to give to those who won't. It just doesn't work and it's never going to. And you can see uh, what's happening across society right now. Uh, the riots that just, as Franklin said, you know, just the insolent, dissolute, lazy, angry, really violent lifestyles. And at some point, that's going to have to be part of what we change. When all this really comes to a head, if we survive it, and if we're given the opportunity to fix it after a fight, one of those things is going to have to be to do away with this welfare mentality in society. And, and part of the way that we can help right now on our own is to look at those in our community that need help and try and help those that are going to help themselves, so to speak. And that at least will take a little bit of the burden. God bless y'all. God bless your families. God bless your marriages. God bless America. We'll talk to y'all again real soon, folks. Looking forward to it.